so casual before we clap and we, the flow is like easy and the vibe is good and then we clap and we have to record and then it's like i forgot words how do we read things <laughs> every time i see that we're recording i immediately don't believe a word that comes out of my fucking mouth <laughs> i hedge everything i say with um well i think even though i just read 17 articles about it or a book or whatever it's a little frustrating. The self-doubt. It's a little frustrating. I'm the opposite. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this widely disproven conspiracy <laughs> theory is the truth. It's facts. A hundred percent. I know it. <laughs> I have seen the Jersey Devil. Oh my gosh. I looked him straight in the eyes after a wild night of lovemaking. <laughs> my dad's best friend found Bigfoot bones. <laughs> <gasps> what? No. Oh, oh, I thought you were. I thought, see? <laughs> see how good that was? <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Hello. I'm Cassie. Welcome, welcome back, friends and weirdos. This is Happy Hour Gets Weird, a one and done episode. And I'm Tiffany. <laughs> uh, I ran with that one. <laughs> another intro and nailed. 100% professional. Tens all around. <laughs> this is our relaxed uh shorty episode titties out Mm -hmm. drinks in yep tiff was just clapping their titties earlier before we started recording yeah well release that on our asmr episode Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) i am drinking this one and done tiffany actually sent me a recipe did you try it i'm drinking it right now it's amazing okay but so i do need your advice because when it comes down to it, I feel that you are the better mixologist than I am. And I want to know how I can infuse more of the thyme flavor into this. So I'm drinking, because I didn't say, a pear, nectar, and thyme mimosa. So it's mm-hmm. pear, nectar, thyme, and prosecco. But can I steep the pear nectar with thyme? Uh, yeah, I think so. I probably want to... I don't know if I'd warm it up, but maybe if it's just sitting in there. I know. I Put it want... in there in the fridge overnight and see if the next day. I am going to do that because I didn't want to warm it up either. So I was like, eh. So I just have it kind of garnished with thyme, but I really like the thyme flavor. So mm-hmm. I will work on that. And I would muddle the leaves a little bit. Okay. You know, I, I would bruise them that. to get that I out. did slap them around a bit. I don't mean verbal abuse, Cassie. I mean physical. That You have to mistreat your herbs when you make a cocktail. I said, get in that mimosa, you dumb bitch. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> oh, God. Is this going to be like the episode we had to scrap because we got too hammered on champagne? <laughs> no, I'm totally oh, okay, sober. Okay, okay. Oh, shit. I'm just, this is the real me. Okay. Titties out. Yes. Okay. So we are still in our Vegas block and I kind of scrounged the internet for some funny, weird, odd news headlines or news articles um, in Vegas. It's a little hard. You'd think there'd be a lot more going on in Vegas and it would be easier Mm -hmm. to find. Um, But I did find some good ones. So we're going to go over that. But before we get into it, next week is a holiday and it's a holiday where most people eat very specific food. Mm-hmm. And I um, talked to my therapist about how to get through this holiday. 
Um, okay. And she just said objectivity and wine. And she said it wouldn't hurt to get the turkey-shaped table butter from Trader Joe's. Okay, they saw, I saw that at my local grocery store, which was not Trader Joe's. What? What grocery store? Because I can't make it to Trader Joe's. I don't have one where I live. And I have been obsessing about this table butter. I think they sell it me. everywhere now. What? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Well, I guess I will look for that. But anyways, so I, um, I'm actually going to serve chorizo and cornbread stuffing delicious this year i'm gonna add that to my menu and i also have picked an excellent uh objectivity and wine pairing for an appetizer so i'm golden i'm good you're gonna make it i usually do a bacon cornbread stuffing so oh my goodness winning we're twinning we're twinning Um, my favorite thing on thanksgiving is the pomegranate sangria i drink all day oh my goodness I think Ooh. I got the recipe from Half Baked Harvest. I'm not check. Maybe we could link something somewhere. Oh yeah, we could do that. That show notes. Yes. Okay. Pomegranate sangria and pomegranate is very fall. I feel like mm-hmm. the color really, and the really fruit. good. Yeah. We drank so much of it last year. We ran out halfway through the day, and I had to make more in a pinch. <laughs> And it was only like three of us drinking it. It was a bottle of wine with a pomegranate juice chaser. Yeah, it was. It did not. The second batch did not get the overnight uh, rest that I usually prefer on my sangria. I feel like you probably thought the second batch was just as good as the first batch. Oh, yeah. Because you had finished the first batch. (laughs) And your guests were like, wow, this is so easy. This is the best turkey I've ever had. That's what everybody was saying after that second batch of sangria was gone. (laughs) Oh, perfect. Get your guests liquored up and then they'll think you're the best cook in town. No one notices a dry turkey when they have a bottle of wine under their belt. I mean, though, in your defense, not that I have to defend your cooking, you are a fantastic cook. Thank you. And even better, baker. Thank you very much. I am starting to think by the subtle hints of my family not wanting to eat the dinners I make that I'm actually a terrible cook. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're picky. Um, and I'm a, I'm a self-admitted terrible baker. I do not like to follow recipes, which is insane. I know this, but I just can't do it. So I just, everything, uh, yeah. It's your wanderer spirit. It is. I made a pumpkin bread that was four pounds one time. I don't even know how that happened. We've talked about it before. Uh, my husband will never let me live it down. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Every pumpkin season comes around. And he's like, hey, do you remember that one time? And I was like, don't even say it. But sometimes recipes are bad. I know in that case, it's not the recipe. It was you because we've discussed this. But I recently did a recipe that was just bad because there's so many websites out there. Yeah. It's just like everything on the internet. You don't know who's making the recipe. (laughs) You know, that's why I kind of only follow like probably five accounts. Yeah. Because I don't want to follow some scary person that's like, I don't know what, down in the basement in their underwear, making up fake recipes and posting them while they're wearing a fucking horse mask. Like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I think that's probably, some. that sounds like somebody making illegal drugs. <laughs> and bad recipes. Uh, I have this problem and I need to fix it, is I will make something very delicious and my husband and kids will love it. And 
my husband knows me and he's like, write this recipe down because I never make the same thing twice, even mm-hmm. though it's the same recipe. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I, and he's like, you, did you write this down? And I'll, I just lock eyes and I just tap right on my little noodle and I'm like, it's all in here, baby. It's all in here. It's never the same. That it's recipe, it's gone it. forever. Yeah. Once we finish it, it is gone forever. It is in the deep bowels of my brain matter. And it's, you're going to have to hypnotize me to get it. That's all I'm going to say. And I'll never be hypnotized. You're not going to ever find it again. You have no. too much serial killer knowledge and <laughs> fucking weird news swimming around in that brain of yours. You're not going to remember how to make your fucking turkey tetrazzini. No, not with facts like, uh, did you know that a woodpecker wraps its tongue around its brain when it pecks the wood? I did know that. I, I know that. Do I remember the recipe for pot roast? Absolutely not. This is like whenever I haven't seen somebody for a couple of months and they ask me any question, I'm like, I completely draw a blank. Don't fucking ask me when my kid's birthday is. You're stressing me out. You're putting me on the spot. I do not remember. And then I immediately start sweating. Like, I don't have this fucking information. Do you want to know about the serial killer that lived in our county that had the highest numbers before Dean Coral was arrested? I'll give you that. Don't fucking ask me what grade my middle kid is in, okay? <laughs> I have too much going on. Do you need to know the exact amount of white oleanders you need to poison somebody? <laughs> or do you want to know how to make fuck a meatloaf? You pick. <laughs> you pick. Uh, okay. So wine and cornbread stuffing is going to take over our, our Thanksgiving, and I am looking forward to it. Me too. That's all we need. Yep, just just wine and cornbread and some mm-hmm. form of salty meat. Doesn't matter. You're winning. So let's get into this episode. All right. Uh, how many times could I say so? Probably a couple more. Drink every time we say so. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, this comes from News 3. And it is a story of a small crime that... Got a lot of attention in Vegas about 30 years ago. And then it was picked up national, nationally uh, when it looked like it was a case for America's Dumbest Criminals. And this <laughs> news story uh, was written by Tom Hawley. So there was this... Co- <laughs> I did it again. There was a company out of Vegas... And they made potato chips. Kettle Delicious. cooked. Yes. My favorite. Kettle yes. cooked? My favorite. Yes. Now, okay. their name was Vegas Chips. Okay. I love it. I love it. What? What's dumb so far? I love this story. Chips and puns? Yeah. Brilliant. Um, okay. But when a good pun comes along, it also attracts some dumb criminals, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So Vegas Chips truck was driving down the highway when it was commandeered by two men, pulled over, and they demanded all of the chips. And they were assuming it was casino chips. Oh, my God. I immediately saw where this was going. Okay. Oh, no. There had to have been bags of chips on the exterior of the truck. All right. So it had Vegas uh chips it had um like actual casino chips and it Mm -hmm. had um other stuff on it like their 
logo was, it wasn't super synonymous with potato chips. Okay. Was it like a potato bedding? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So one could assume that maybe it was a truck transferring casino chips from one casino to the other. So they pulled this truck driver over over, and they said, open up, we want all the chips. And um, they, when they saw it was full of potato chips, they obviously <laughs> were pissed. And they beat the driver up, they kicked him, Aww. they took all his money, and it was what about 700 bucks. Yeah, and they left him there on the side of the road. So the owner of this company kind of wanted um, to capitalize on this kind of unfortunate situation so they put out a commercial that said it had an actor holding a bag of vegas chips uh, and saying quote commandeering our trucks will only delay service to stores and that's not fair to others oh and by the way our new slogan is you gotta hold them not hold them up (laughs) the driver's like thanks for the jokes guys yes (laughs) i hope that the driver got a raise, and a vacation. Um, well, it turns out that the driver... Oh, no. ...made the whole thing up. <laughs> because he actually spent that $700. <laughs> Wait, but was he in on the robbery? No, there was no robbery. He made the whole thing up to cover the loss of the $700 he spent of the company's money. What, he beat himself up? <laughs> yes. This just keeps getting dumber and dumber. So um, the company kind of went with it because it got them in a whole bunch of new stores. (laughs) This keeps getting dumber and dumber. Next you're going to be like, and then there weren't even chips. Those were also a prank. (laughs) Like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) The Um, bags were full of air. Joke's on us. It was actually packing peanuts, a packing peanut company, (laughs) packing (laughs) chips. Um, Well, the company shut down in the 90s because this happened in the 80s. The name was resurrected a decade later by an unrelated company. um, And they also folded (laughs) after a few years. (laughs) And um, the owner of the company is now um, a shareholder in a New Orleans potato chip making company outfit and um you know he doesn't uh doesn't really know if he'll ever bring back vegas chips he doesn't feel bad about (laughs) profiting off of a fake news story (laughs) i think that he should bring back bring back vegas chips i love that idea i love the name I would buy, if I were in Vegas, I would buy all the Vegas chips I could find. That would be my souvenir for my kids. Absolutely. That you could name flavors after famous Vegas icons or Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, landmarks or hotels. Yeah, it's a, I mean, retirement plan. That's our, I know that we are going to be the, what was it? The skim job grannies. Yes. We discussed doing that. We can also do Vegas chips like simultaneously and see which one makes us more money. We will parlay into Vegas style themed potato chips. So all of our retirement plans actually revolve around Vegas. So I guess we better <laughs> get ready there. to move. That's also a retirement now. <laughs> we can use the money that we skim from casinos to start the Vegas chips company. Yes, absolutely. 
Okay, brilliant. Brilliant. Writing that down. It's all in here. Oh, yeah. Right up there with your meatloaf recipe (laughs) and your 30-pound pumpkin bread (laughs) recipe. Don't even know how that happens. Weird. Uh, Okay, so our next story is a recent story, and this was in the um, NPR Mm -hmm. animals section and it is titled a stowaway roadrunner hitched a ride from vegas to maine meet me (laughs) it was uh written november 16th 2021 by the associated press and basically a vegas roadrunner went snuck his little cute feathered ass into a moving van and stayed in that moving van for four days across the country and ended up in Maine. I'm looking at a picture of a roadrunner because I've only seen them in cartoons. <laughs> if I'm being totally honest. Oh my God, they're cool looking. They are very cool. They have like a little mohawk. They do have a blue tail. Yeah. I could see why the roadrunner cartoon was solid blue and huge. Uh, kind of misleading. Are they tiny? They look little. Uh, it does look little. I don't, maybe, are they tall? I'm not sure. I think that it's just a slightly bigger than the average bird. I feel like, I don't know, I, I just want to say it. I feel like cartoons lied. Um, I think maybe it was a little ooh, misrepresented, but also why didn't it just run to Maine? I don't, I mean, <laughs> way to break the stereotype. So uh, this little bird was had it was um not in the best of shape after being trapped for four days in a moving truck but Mm -hmm. volunteers took the bird to avian haven avian avian avine avian 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 haven bird rehab center i feel like it's rude that they named it something so hard to say yeah it's okay they're saving birds, so I guess that's all that matters. All right, they get a they get a pass. They get a yeah. pass on that one. They are nursing the bird back to health, and they are going to figure out how to get him back to Nevada because the main climate is not conducive to roadrunners who prefer a dry, desert-like climate. As we all know from the cartoon, so that part of the cartoon was true. Yes. What about coyotes? No mention. Well, everybody knows that they carry anvils. Why do you think That's their packs true. are so big? That's true. That's 100% accurate. <laughs> so that I thought that was kind of funny, cute. Um, I love animal news. Me too. Uh, and all right, so we're moving from animals to insects. And this okay. comes from Smithsonian Magazine. Alex Fox wrote this April 2nd, 2021. Las Vegas was inundated by 46 million grasshoppers on a single night in 2019. Seems like a few too many. Uh, Yeah, that is an insane amount of grasshoppers. And it says... A new study used weather radar to estimate the swarm size and suggest the bugs were summoned by the city's famously over-the-top illumination. So they were drawn to the lights in the desert. They were literally (laughs) drawn to the light. Yes, and Luxor... Ew, do they have extra moths? Sorry, I just was thinking of things drawn to light and I just thought of moths. I, you know, I didn't notice that it was necessarily more buggy than any other city I've been to but I guess you don't really spend a lot of time outside in Vegas in the summer fair 
So, but I didn't notice there was any extra buggy, but it might be. The Luxor Pyramid's pinnacle was especially loaded with insects um, because of its big, it has a big shaft of light. Um, and it it's pretty crazy. Um, they are saying that uh, it could happen again because of the lights. Um, and it was pretty weird that is weird that big shaft of light needs to calm down yeah I just don't understand I mean can't they turn them off at night (laughs) but Vegas never sleeps so our next story comes from KTNV Vegas and it is written by KTNV staff and doesn't even (laughs) deserve a name I know. I was like, how fucked up is that? Some intern wrote this and they aren't even worth their name on it. Not, you know what? I get it. I'm a temp. I feel it. Don't even get a name. No name. Yeah. Uh, Just rude. a poor slob without a name. <laughs> like the cat in Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> so a woman from Hawaii, this actually yesterday this was written yesterday a woman from hawaii won a million dollar jackpot at main on a main street hotel casino this week in downtown las vegas which is fremont street i believe is downtown las vegas not the strip mm-hmm. that's she awesome w- yeah she was in town to watch the las vegas raiders and kansas city chiefs game so it was on mm-hmm. sunday just a few days ago I'm personally not a football fan since I stopped bartending on Sundays, so I could really give a New York City rat's ass what happens in the football world. We're walking here, football. (laughs) But she was there, and uh, good for her, and um, look what being a Raider fan got her. A million bucks. (laughs) You know what? Somebody had to be a winner that day, and it wasn't the Raiders, but it was her. Yes, so I'm sure they're, they're glad it was their fan that won. So get this. This is the cool part. She hit the jackpot seven minutes into playing on a $2 wager. Damn. $1,025,602. That's so amazing. Yes. And she um, smartly chose to remain anonymous because, you know, the lottery kind of, you know, all the people start coming out of the woodworks and it's like, oh, I got hospital bills to pay. I can't pay my, you know, like all these people looking for, a little cashola. You don't want to get mugged like the chip guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that's silly. The whole the, 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 whole, the whole idea that he made up this crazy story is brilliant in itself because, you know, there are probably some dumb criminals that would confuse chips with chips. It's like he was sitting around drinking with his friends and they were like, you ever think that somebody's going to mistake your truck for a... <laughs> Vegas chips truck. I don't know why they have that accent, but that's how they talk. Where is he from? <laughs> He's from a cave. That's what? a Bigfoot accent. What's his backstory? His backstory is he's from a cave. He was raised by Bigfoot. <laughs> and that's why he has a weird muddled accent that nobody can place. Because um, he's a cryptid from another dimension. Okay. That's why he has that muddled accent. All right. Fair enough. So they're like, you have a think, you know, it's a chip. <laughs> And then actually, is that Bernie Sanders? <laughs> his friend is hey. his, his drinking buddy is actually Bernie Sanders. The timeline matches up. It was in the 80s. <laughs> and Bernie Sanders was raised 
by a family of interdimensional <laughs> traveling Bigfoots. Oh, God. All right. So our next story comes from Good News Network. And uh, it, again, this story by Good News Network. Look at all these hard interns putting in the work writing these articles and they do not even get credit. <laughs> Another no name. I'm. You know what? I'm going to name her. I think her name is Stephanie Shania Smithers. Yes, Stephanie Smithers. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's her name. So in 2013, a Vegas cab driver found $300,000 in a paper bag in the back of his cab, and it was somebody's poker's winnings. In a bag? In a bag, and he returned it to the rightful owner. Every How did he- penny. Oh, because it was his last fare? Yes. Wow. I honestly, my first mind was that it was like a mob pay thing. And that's why it was cash in a bag. Somebody got in, left the bag, got out. Mm-hmm. The next yeah. g- uh, cab ride was the pickup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good idea. That's exactly what I, and then the cab drivers just keep returning it to the first guy. And they're like, <laughs> we got to think of a new system. He's like, keeps returning it um well this was the coolest part of the story for me is the cab driver his company named him driver of the year and gave him a thousand bucks that's awesome yeah that's actually really cool yeah and he was quoted saying i don't care from ten dollars to hire my dignity is not for sale and that's the way i am i want that on a t-shirt his name was Gerardo Gamboa, and sir, you are a national treasure. Can we make that on a mug? No. Take it with me to work. Yes. <laughs> what, his quote? Yes. She's going to put the whole quote on a shirt. Put it on a mug, and I'll just drink out of it at work. <laughs> My dignity is not for sale. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of us could use that mug. My dignity is not for sale. It's a good reminder. (laughs) It's a good reminder that we all need at some point in our lives. Uh, All right. So now this one, this one is a very scary dystopian article that is from the Las Vegas Review Journal. And it was written November 9th, 2021 by Mick Akers. And it is titled, Robo-Taxis Coming to Las Vegas in 2023. And I am sorry, sir. I don't like it. I don't trust it. I don't like it. It is not good. If you have a robo-taxi who's going to return your money when you drunkenly leave it in the back of the cab, nobody. No, I, robot, he's going out and he's buying premium oil. <sighs> Fucking dirtbag. Dirtbag robo-taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't like robo-taxis, and they scare the shit out of me, and I don't like them, and I don't want them, and I'm getting all my Vegas strips in before 2023. Hasn't everybody seen I Am Legend starring the handsome Will Smith? Yes. I Am Robot? Wally? <laughs> Wally? What's that other guy that, <laughs> what, the kid that falls off the cliff and the, ele- no, that's an alien. <laughs> What is that the one? Flight of the Navigator? <laughs> no, when he's in a wheelchair and he falls off, he goes, and he goes down the cliff and falls off into the water. He's a little kid in a wheelchair. Oh, God. Know. What is that one? 
I don't know that God, one. Dang it. I'm going to Google it. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I don't like robots. And, okay, I this is not bringing up what I wanted it to. Mac and me. That's an alien. I That's what I thought. You look like a robot. <laughs> Did you know that Mac and Me was created because McDonald's? <laughs> no. It was like sponsored by McDonald's and Pepsi, I think. Oh, crap. Act like I know stuff. It was sponsored by McDonald's and Pepsi. I might be wrong. Don't quote me. <laughs> it was after E.T. and they wanted the uh, they wanted, you know, to do their own. Oh, they wanted a bit a little bit of piece of that. Spielberg alien ass money oh okay <laughs> um so autonomous vehicle company Motinol, whatever I don't know how you say that will begin offering fully driverless rides in Las Vegas via Lyft app in 2023 making the first such such public offering in the state the, t- the deployment will feature fully electric Hyundai robo taxis and marks the next step for the service that has provided autonomous rides with a safety driver in place in 2018. Yeah, this is prepare for the removal of the safety driver. Uh, the company recently announced it was tripling the size of its size of its test track and doubling its operations center near McCarran International Airport. Uh, Las Vegas launch is expected to be a springboard for a wider multi-city launch with Lyft co-founder and CEO Logan Green saying the service is a hint of things to come. Nope. Robot apocalypse. Don't like it. I do not like it. Next thing you know, we're going to be total recall. Everyone's going to have three titties. It's going to be weird. I don't like it. Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's cool. He can stay. But I'm not into the robot apocalypse. Okay. I have two points that I would like to, or two, I've got two sides of this. Okay. For one, this is uh, taking our jobs, as yeah. they say. Yes. This is this is taking jobs from people, uh, which is like the automation. Like, I'm pro-automation taking jobs that people don't want. If people then get to do a job that they would rather do, I'm pro that. But I'm against taking jobs from people that want that job. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like in a factory, maybe people don't want to do a job that automation takes. And I understand that's fine as long as people are then given an opportunity to have a better job. But I'm against it taking jobs from people that actually want the job. That's fucked up. For two, so many people are going to fuck inside those cars. They're going to be just covered in germs. Don't take them because people are going to be drunk and there's nobody in there and they're just going to do nasty bad things and they do not get in these cars unless you are wearing a full hazmat, hazmat suit. Yes. I, a full body condom. All right. Yeah. And I have a thing. San Francisco is already practicing robot driven cars. Mm -hmm. And there is a phenomenon amongst these cars. They go to the same street, dead end street in San Francisco. Sometimes there's 50 of them at a time there. Just parked like the fucking scooters that are just littering the sidewalks everywhere. They go there. The cars realize it's a dead end and they sit there for five minutes and then turn around. And sometimes it's 50 of them at a time. Get in this dead end street and try to figure out how to turn around from each other. In San Francisco, which is such a crazy place to drive. 
the yeah. hills, the trolley, the traffic, the people, the pedestrians. It's so stressful. It is very stressful there. And I and now we have robot cars in the mix. And they're just doing whatever the fuck they want. And the people, this happened during the pandemic, uh, mainly in 2020. And the people living on the street asked the company, why the fuck are these weird robot cars with no drivers coming to our neighborhood and stopping for five minutes? And sometimes, you know, there's a dozen or more of them. And they said, it's it's a program stop. They're pre-programmed to do that. And because they were home working, they witnessed this weird robot. They are having a meeting. Who doesn't realize that? They are meeting to take over us. Why do robots need a break? What is going on? They're robot cars. They don't get a smoke break. They're, I don't know, maybe they're doing something weird with their tailpipes or something. I don't know. <laughs> Tailpipe. But it's suspicious. Bumping? I don't like it. I don't trust them. <laughs> well, uh, I say there's enough places to automate and get rid of jobs that are dangerous for people. Let's not take away from jobs that people actually like. A lot of people like having an Uber or a Lyft job as a side hustle. They enjoy it. They get to meet new people. It's just like working, you know, in the service industry. Mm-hmm. There, there are obviously a lot of shitty uh aspects of it like bartending wasn't all you know shits and giggles and rainbows obviously well there was shits and giggles it wasn't glamorous there was a tons of shits and giggles (laughs) but it was also I mean along with the you know the bad side of working in the industry there's also you get to meet fun people Mm -hmm. you get to hang out with your friends you get to listen to music you get to have a good time like make the same thing as yeah make good money uh Mm -hmm. it's the same thing with driving a Lyft or Uber casual you get hookups. to get to meet people have a casual hookup in the back of your car do you remember one of our co-workers used to go when she got stressed she would go in the walk-in freezer and shut the door and scream at the top of her lungs to expel some stressed energy <laughs> um a lot of things happened in that walk-in freezer and that's all I'm gonna say about that Oh my gosh, so many things. If those, well, those walls are no longer there, but if they could talk. If they could talk, they would have just as much to say as the inside of a robot vehicle will have to say. Yes. A lot. The good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. And the sexy. Vomit and nudity. Yes. Bodily fluids all around for everybody. It's on the house. Um, all right, so that's pretty much the roundup of Vegas. And I just added a couple because I thought that they were genuinely interesting and okay. uh, humorous. So the first one is from NPR, and it is written is written November 14th, 2021 by Sharon Pruitt Young. Three dead, hundreds injured after storm rose scorpions in Egypt. Yes. Yes, this actually happened. Three people Um, are dead and hundreds are injured after inclement weather roused hordes of venomous scorpions out of their hiding places and into streets and homes. Vicious rain, dust storms, and snow in the southern city of Aswan last week drove out scorpions as well as fucking snakes. That is literally hell. That's what hell is. This is awful. How terrible. What I know. a terrible way to die. I, that's, I, I thought it was terrifying and also oh fascinating. God. 450 people have been injured by stings thus far. 
Those who have been injured are being treated with anti-venom in hospitals as well as in medical centers that are located in more remote areas. And in the meantime, residents are being asked to stay inside their homes and also limited traffic for a time, closing local highways to prevent incidents due to limited mobility in the rain. Scorpion stings can be lethal. The Egyptian fat-tailed scorpion, a species found throughout northern Africa, in particular has been described as one of the most deadly in the world. I hate it. And they're like literally everywhere. And their evil cousin, the snake. Actually, I don't think snakes are evil, but if you have too many, it's a red flag. So the fact that I have 75 snakes in cages around my bedroom is apparently to you not cool? It's It's pretty pretty sketchy. I mean, that's a lot for one room. (laughs) And our our final story of this episode is just, you know, sometimes I just like to poke a beehive because that's the kind of person I am. So I'm going to do it. Okay. A broken toilet on SpaceX capsule means astronauts will return to Earth in diapers. And I think that is the funniest thing I've heard all week. Can you imagine having to come home from a NASA mission? No, excuse me, SpaceX mission. That's why this is funny to me, specifically. Wearing a diaper. Um, no, no, I, I can't imagine. I actually can't imagine any of this. This is also from NPR, written November 7th, 2021, by Kat Longsdorf. The journey back to Earth from space is never easy, but the astronauts aboard the SpaceX capsule coming home Monday will have an extra challenge to deal with. Shit in their pants. Is that what she's... No, I wrote that. (laughs) Or I said that. I thought that was in the article. I was so impressed. The four members on SpaceX crew Dragon Endeavor... Dragon? Yeah, Dragon Endeavor will be wearing diapers as they splash down in order to prevent anything else from splashing too. She did write that. She did write that. <laughs> the crew for this mission known as Crew 2 has been at the International Space Station More since More like April. Crew Number 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Um, I, you know, like we could poke fun at a, um, I don't know, a certain Bond villain billionaire at the expense of his astronauts. I'm fine with that. Okay. I mean, who names Dragon Endeavor? I mean, gag me with a spoon, please. I can't handle it. <laughs> um, so, of course, quote, of course, that's suboptimal, but we're prepared to manage Quote, space flight is full of lots of little challenges. This is just one more that we'll encounter and take care of in our mission. Uh, this is not the first toilet issue on SpaceX, Dragon Capsule. An alarm went off on SpaceX All Tours flight earlier this year, signaling a problem with the onboard shitter. Yeah, I'm like, okay, can we do something about the toilets? Um, because Crew 3 is set to go and... I don't know what's going to be in their diapers. This is like if you are buying a house or a car and you see all these little things are going wrong with it. You're like, hmm, I wonder what's going. I wonder what's wrong with the bigger picture here. Um, Like if you walked into a house and all the doors were broken, you'd probably think the roof was bad. But if you think that, but if you, so if you go into a, 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 wait, a shuttle. Yeah. Rocket shuttle, whatever. 
whatever capsule the toilet doesn't work I'd be like I feel like if this doesn't even work what else is fucked up around here well this new space company can't manage to build a proper space toilet how can I trust that they're building a proper space shuttle rocket capsule that's what I'm saying cracks in the foundation yeah so I don't know about that can you just imagine being like one of the smartest people on earth and just landing down and people are like oh hey thanks ah," and you're just like smell like shit no you just have pants full of shit and piss no that would suck yeah it would and it's it's comical better go get some of that desitin (laughs) do adults have to wear desitin because that would be funny I think that you do get a diaper rash if you're suddenly wearing a diaper for the first time in 25 years, 30 years. Yeah. I mean, do you think their like post-flight checkup includes diaper rash cream? It should. Maybe some antifungal chalk itch cream. You need to factor all this in. Yeah. They should probably, you know, SpaceX should probably just start stocking that on their capsules as a preemptive measure i think they need to call a plumber <laughs> i think they need to learn how to build a better fucking space toilet i agree a toilet is a pretty integral piece of equipment yeah yeah what if what if they had spicy mres that's i wouldn't do that well anytime is a great time for spicy food that's my motto no no not in space that's the only time <laughs> Chili, extra hot sauce. Wait, why couldn't they just poop in a bag? You know, I don't know. I, I because then d- the bags would be floating? Like, tape them down. I think they do have floating bags of shit. Okay, well, <laughs> I would rather just keep pooping in a bag. Can you imagine? Then all, poop in a bag and then also shit my pants? Like, you're already pooping in a bag. What is going on here? Like, how awkward would it have to be <laughs> if you do- are dodging and weaving your coworker's bag of shit? You could just tape it. Don't they have tape? I feel like I'm missing a part of this story. Uh, no, that's the story. I feel like um, we are giving a certain billionaire too much credit. He can't even figure out a space toilet. Just put those little doggy bags on there. Those little yeah. rolled up doggy bags. Keep those next to the toilet like in case of emergency shit in this bag. And then duct tape it to the side of the capsule. <laughs> Oh my god. The fucking cleaning crew. I just feel bad for them. <laughs> Coming into this shit this fucking ship when they're done, there's bags of shit taped to the walls. There's dirty diapers everywhere. Like what is happening? I know. I I just know that this news article made its way to the part of the web where they have a diaper fetish, the diaper <laughs> fetish part of the web. And they're the ones who are gonna be waiting there <laughs> for them to get out of the ocean. Cheering. Yes. They're going to, it's just going to be, I got some Costco baby wipes. Oh God. I'm here for the country. I'm here. I feel like we could have ended on a higher note. Cassie. Well. I feel like this is a, this is a bad story to end on. (laughs) Oh, it's a perfect story. (laughs) I did this last time. I actually didn't mean to do this. We could have started with this one and we could have ended with a guy returning the $300,000. Yeah, See, last time you did the same thing. You instead of ending on the heartwarming story, you ended on a wormnado. Wormnado, I know. I don't know. That's just me. I I don't know. I I'm I I, I, I don't know. 
I have no, I have no explanation. Instead of ending on the guy returning money, we're ending on astronauts covered in shit. Basically. Um, yes. Well, that's what you get. That's the kind of weird news you get around here, around these parts. Yeah. So we're going to leave you with that, that yep. lovely news story. So. Oh my God. I'm crying. I am crying because you are so funny. <laughs> Everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this one and done. I did. <laughs> I did too. We will be back after next week. We are taking ne- a break next week to um, celebrate the holiday and be with our families, drink some wine, work on ourselves, go to therapy. If Thanksgiving gets a little tense, you just ask yourself, what would Cassie's therapist do? Yes, that's what I ask myself all the time. Mm-hmm. What would my therapist do? Most of the time, I do the exact opposite, and it's not working out for me. (laughs) George Costanza it. Yes. I get it. A hundred percent. But yeah, have a wonderful holiday, whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate next week. Thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. We uh, absolutely do. And, you know, on my son's, and I'll end with this, on my son's school electronic board, It said today, gratitude is like gravy. It goes on everything. And I don't think I could have said it any better. So practice gratitude next week, even for the smallest things. And take care of yourself. Love yourself. Lock your doors. And light some incense. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Good job. 